Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Reality Breached. Uh, I, I I don't even want to get into all of the the the, the pageantry of introductions. Here's Jarius. <laughs> We're here to talk about Xbox. Yeah, and, and the funny story about that is I'm the one, and I'm not even the Xbox guy, but I'm the one who I just basically requested this, and um, and and, and just to give everybody an idea as to why. It's because I noticed, and we have a minor group chat that got started when the PlayStation uh, show started. And, yeah. you know, of course, that episode, I don't know how many episodes back it was, but we talked glowingly about their show. And I thought, I just assumed that we were going to do it again when the Xbox show came around. And then after a day or so, I noticed nobody said anything in the group chat. So I brought it up, and here we are. And... <laughs> just you know before we got started we kind of was about to dive into that but we wanted to make sure the listeners got a chance to hear what you know what we were going to say about it so where i guess my first question to you is where's the hype i like <laughs> that's a long 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 story and it, and it starts <laughs> and, and like it starts in this generation like the the, the hype isn't there because Microsoft and Xbox is in a position of, of like weakness right now. Gotcha. That Xbox ones are not flying off the shelves. No one really wants an Xbox one. Uh, they're not really releasing any AAA games to Xbox one right now. They're just kind of coasting uh, on third party support and promises of the future. Right. Which I guess one thing, and I, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that the case between the transition of all the Xboxes? Uh, I remember at one point, like they kind of stopped putting things out on the Xbox One when the 360 was getting ready to roll out. Then they did it again between the 360 and the Xbox One, whereas, what, literally last week, Ghost of Tsushima came out? Or a week right. before last, by the time of this recording, and like that looks like it's gonna be PlayStation's last, you know, swan song of a title. And if I go back between PlayStation Two and PlayStation Three, God of War Two came out at the end of PlayStation Two's life cycle. Yeah, and so one came out at the end of PlayStation Three's cycle. Exactly, exactly. So it's just it's it's very. It, here's how I feel about Microsoft. I feel like Microsoft made the Xbox Two get into the market of video games because of course you want the cash flow of course but i think it stopped there like i don't think they put as much effort into their gaming system as far as the exclusives and just the the um the business of it or the fun of it which is what it's supposed to bring I think they were more feature heavy than game heavy. And that's always been my criticism of the Xbox. Like it's the Xbox is usually the last system I get when it comes to generations And this generation with the PS4, uh, Xbox one and the switch. I, I actually want to get a switch, but I haven't been as hard pressed to go ahead and get an Xbox one X. And this probably be the first generation where I don't get all three. And and because of that, I'm like it's it just was nothing that besides Killer Instinct, which I raved about way back when the Xbox One was first announced. I remember us talking about that. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it, it was nothing that actually grabbed me to want an Xbox One. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 to to your to your previous point about them not being that serious, if if you go back far enough, mm-hmm. you can kind of trace the roots of the Xbox like its existence to DirectX and 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 the fact that mm-hmm. Microsoft uh, being the dominant platform for PC gaming and PC anything. Uh, around the turn of the century, they when you when you said gaming, you didn't think oh Microsoft, and right. that's kind of upsetting when you know Windows is the platform for that. Right. So that makes so sense. yeah. So so Microsoft said let's flex our DirectX muscles and create the Xbox, which was originally going to be called the Direct Xbox. And uh. from there, the, the idea was we're gonna have a you know a ragtag team of a few gaming studios make a couple games but have the most powerful box on the block that can play all of the third party stuff better than everyone else's and that's what the Xbox was it just wasn't very popular uh, outside it had halo not blown up i don't think yeah. they would have made an Xbox 360 i totally agree with that halo is a saving grace yeah. of of that platform yeah. And of and, course, Gears of War comes on along and all of that stuff, but it's Halo is the is the one. Yeah, yeah, and and when Xbox 360 came out, what Microsoft leveraged properly is the internet. They figured out the best mm-hmm. way to be social. They figured out the best way to get everyone playing together. Uh, they created Gold, which it was it wasn't an exclusive club. Obviously, it costs money, but it, it was a it was a pay barrier that ensured the the experience was a quality one. Right. And so it blew oh, up. Yeah. And then, then, then 360 blew up and all of the great minds that put the 360 together just kind of left the company over the years. And by the time Xbox one came out, it was a whole new crew of people trying to, 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 to completely rewrite uh, the ownership laws, making it to where you don't own your own games and have to always be online you they 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 tried to disrupt the entire industry and it bit them in the ass yeah and they've been playing catch up ever since uh they also shut down a lot of their 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 first party studios in the process mainly leaving three main studios still open that's 343 the coalition and whoever does the forza (laughs) games that's it they have rare that kind of trickles (laughs) stuff out but they aren't a huge powerhouse when it comes to game studios because they just sold all of them or closed them uh, a lot like EA. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and so that's how we got to where we're at. I mean, that now that you've given me the full history, because I remember it, I'm more so on the PlayStation side of things. Like one of the greatest stories in video game history to me is Nintendo turning heel on PlayStation at the, on Sony at the last <laughs> second and thus birthing the PlayStation. Um, so I'm, I'm more so on that side, but that's a, a history lesson and some in-depth history that I wasn't aware of. And now it kind of makes me understand Xbox a little more. Um, and, and it's just, like even Halo, you really could have easily, and it has since, you could have easily put Halo on PC and that just would have been it. But, Halo was on PC when it was released. Okay, I was wondering if they were released at the same time because I remember grabbing it for the Xbox and loving it. Yeah, um, I don't know if it was I don't know if it was day and date, but it was a both both Halo One and Two got proper PC releases back right. in the day. Okay, okay, and it kind of goes what you're saying. Like 
Microsoft's pattern of thought with um, the PC kind of being left behind in the console uh, generation. Um, it, I kind of get the idea that they took on the same feelings that a lot of PC gamers take when we're so hype about, you know, console gamers are so hype about what's coming out on PlayStation 4 or Switch or, or Xbox One and PC gamers, I see this on like message boards, are always coming in saying, well, I mean, it's not going to look as good as a, a PC thing. It, it, they they kind of feel like they're the innovators and they just got forgotten <laughs> in the era yeah. of, of consoles. Um, and it sounds like Microsoft felt that way and then they were like, okay, well, we're going to give you a hybrid of both of them. One thing I can say about Xbox is they definitely led um, console gaming in the right direction with every generation of Xbox. With uh, the Xbox One, it, it goes back to what you were saying about you know basically having a PC as a console, and it was a powerful system. With Xbox 360, not only was it a powerful system, but the online suite and the way they designed it was amazing. And even when it comes to this generation, wasn't the Xbox One the one that had the controversy when uh, the guy said you were going to have to have a constant internet connection to even be able to play it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, uh, and, he and, and, and and they walked all that back before it even came out. But right. coming into the generation with that attitude was extremely damaging to their reputation. It was. And I actually, funny enough, I used this story as an analogy with my wife because we were talking about something else but one thing I've noticed is consumers especially gamers do not like to be told what they're going to do no, like no, you're no, going don't. to have this <laughs> you're going to have to have this to play and that's where they made the mistake Sergio I cannot play NBA 2K right now if I'm not or my career at least if I'm not connected to the internet PlayStation didn't make a big fuss out of it. Sony didn't make a, a press release saying there are games that you're going to have to be connected to the internet in order to play, and that just is what it is, and if you're mad about it, so what? They didn't say that. They just did it. Yeah. And yeah. what did gamers do? I, I haven't seen a gamer come out and complain about the constant internet connection being needed for certain games or anything like that when it comes to Sony because they didn't tell you that that's what you were going to do. They just you know, threw it out there and just made it a big deal. Yeah. And so, or and, and a little deal rather. What's, what's crazy is technically Microsoft was seven years too early is, is what it was. Uh, nowadays, like on, uh, on constantly online game is, is normal. You know, everyone's doing it. Uh, it's just Microsoft tried to force it and they, they, they saw where the ball was going. They just kicked it before it got there. Yeah, exactly. Um, but with all that being said, like <laughs> we're in a different time frame. We didn't have a, a E3 this year, right. um, and of course, it's just going to be a stream when it comes to unveiling video games. We've already had the episode, as I said earlier, where we talked about PlayStations, which we were over the hill and, and hype about it. Um, and then it was time for Microsoft to do theirs after they did. What was what was the first show called that they said basically didn't count? 
Um, you actually told me it did count. It, well, that's because it didn't. It, 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 that okay. was all like third party like side shit. Like, <laughs> right, right. It didn't actually count because uh, it had no first party t- titles at all. Uh, and, and and since Microsoft has been, you know, they, they've been buying up developers the past three years, you know. To, to try to bolster their their Xbox Series X, I saw that you know lineup, and I, my thought was, oh, we're gonna see a shit ton of stuff from these teams, and we just didn't. <laughs> like I don't yeah. know if they just aren't ready to unveil stuff yet, or they're still getting their getting stuff out of their system. Like like uh, so the, here, Double Fine, take Double Fine. Double Fine showed yeah. up with who? They showed up with what Psychonauts two, yes, a game that's did, been in, which in we've already for like five years exactly, exactly, and like, and then even with the five year time frame, I'm looking at it like okay, <laughs> like it looked a lot like the last time I saw it, just a little bit more polished, but it looks a lot like the last time I saw it, which it, like they wanted to be the first one out of the gate and show the Xbox Series X, mm-hmm. and. I mean, they did that, but it lost a lot of its luster because it's so much time has passed between when they originally announced it up until their first showing of it and now their second showing of it. But when did we find out about the PS5? Was it like late last year or early this year? Uh, We didn't get – are you talking specs or talking like – We got the specs. Yeah, the specifications to me – came through pretty late and then the news started to trickle out what once the show came out right yeah 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 like the, the, microsoft did release their specs first then okay PlayStation released theirs yeah but it, it's we've known for for quite a while that the series x will be the stronger of the two right but, but the it, it'll be a, just a nominal a nominal difference yeah the one x is the stronger of the two between the ps4 pro and and it yeah. But it, it it comes back like they're so focused on power and it's about the games. It's it's about what you can offer that the person that you're offering it to can't get anywhere else. Like I've seen it with prior E3s. PlayStation can come out and they can knock it out of the park. But if it's one goddamn Legend of Zelda game or Mario game, <laughs> Nintendo is going to dominate. They're gonna dominate the news. They don't. They can show a piece of shit for the rest of the show. But if Mario or The Legend of Zelda and God help you, Metroid Prime shows up, it's over with. They have the news cycle. Xbox doesn't have that game that makes everybody stop. I remember when Last of Us Two was first unveiled. They dominated that day of E3. Yeah. Or, yeah. or you know, we can we can do this all day when God of War Four came out and was unveiled pandemonium fucking pandemonium like people (laughs) couldn't believe what they were seeing and then you get all of that and even though god of war and nintendo is i mean uh mario and all those franchises are so old it just doesn't feel the same when you hear halo is announced i don't know man i don't know like when when infinite was announced it was like okay whatever halo 6 yeah. I got I got fucking goosebumps watching it this week. Really? When, when they yes, when they had that gameplay and then Master Chief used that 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 grappling hook and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that was cool. But then like I just saw a grappling hook with Doom Eternal. Like I just it's saw it, like, and, and, and I'm not hating like, on it. 
it's 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 not like they invented the grappling hook. It, it's just the, the 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 Halo formula is so like well established yeah. to to think that you're going to be playing that style of game, and we're now introducing a grappling hook is it's, it's a big deal it's it's like when iphone introduces a, a feature that has been on android for three years and you're like oh okay. shit that's fair like, it's, that's fair you know it's 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 meddling with the formula in a way that's exciting i'll tell you what did excite me and what probably will make me end up getting a game like day one whenever i do get an xbox uh <laughs> series x the open world aspect of it Oh yeah, yeah, that that's a game changer. Me. Yeah, yeah, they got me, and I, I just really like I really enjoyed that. And it's something about that Halo music that kind of gets you there. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it, it does. It, it's like you know, with the whole choir singing and all that kind of stuff, it kind of gets you there. But it's just, it wasn't the same level of hype just for me. Um, and I'm a fan. Like I love Halo One, Two, and Three. I didn't. Like I said, I didn't get an Xbox One. Uh, and I didn't play. What was the one that a lot of people like? Reach. Reach. Oh, Reach yeah. was great. Yeah, I heard Reach was was really good. Um, but it's just it's nothing that just made me as hype as when Halo Two and Halo Three came out with you know their trailer for their respective games. But I, then after that, <laughs> people are talking about it, and then I. I the first excuse was, well, of course the graphics aren't going to look as good over a stream. That was the first thing. Well, then the that, second thing—that's exactly what they said about the the PlayStation stuff too. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and they're not wrong because if it's running right. at 4K and you're streaming it to 1080, like, yeah, it's not going to yeah. be the, it's not going to be the same thing. I get it, and, and I think 4K in general is probably going to be hard to really push across, you know, because the person watching the trailer basically has to have 4K capability on whatever it is that they're looking at to really appreciate what's going on. And then the other thing was, um, didn't they say they showed the footage on a comparable PC or something like that uh, as far as Halo is concerned? Because people are are talking about, yeah, people are talking about the pop-in that was on the... the, uh, (laughs) Which was crazy to me. They were talking about the pop-in, and then they were talking about the uh, detail on the villain at the end during his speech. With it, I mean, it did look shoddy, to be I honest. Know, I don't know why it was so zoomed in. Me like, neither. It, it, it was like in selfie mode or something. Like, it's yeah. Weird, man. Yeah, it was. And like, and his speech was long as hell. It wasn't as climactic as I thought it would be. But I'm just looking like, okay, we know Halo is going to be great. If I were at Microsoft, to be honest, I wouldn't even respond to it because I'm like, look, when we drop this, you are, you guys already know. But it, it just it looks like they're it feels to me like they're kind of fumbling around when they shouldn't be. Does that make sense? Uh, I, if you look at this conference on a strictly game announcement level, mm-hmm. absolutely. However, I. I I don't think that's the key takeaway from this entire event. Okay. Uh, like, sure. Like, what what did they announce? They announced Psychonauts uh, Two. There was another game. Uh, was it? It's called Everwild or something like that. That looked good. Like the graphics and everything. Yeah, that was that was a, the rare game. Everwild. Yes. Um, yeah. Stated a K three. Avowed from Obsidian, which Microsoft owns Obsidian now. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Like that that can't go without mentioning. You know, Obsidian's a big deal. So Forza. Forza was announced. There's there's always a Forza game, don't worry. Forza's fucking gorgeous, but I don't care. It's gorgeous. This is a beautiful looking game. Now Fable, that one caught my eye. Because it, the thing is, is it was the worst kept secret <laughs> it was. in all of gaming, and they gave us nothing. They gave us a, f- a fucking title. And guess what? It's just called Fable, right? It's just called Fable? Whoop you fucking do. Fable was a cool game, man. Like, Fable was a cool game. I'm Now I'm looking forward to that, but uh, maybe they can deliver on the promises that the first two couldn't. Um, with you know the the um, I guess the branching of of the the tail that you're carving out, maybe they can deliver a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, but that I'm I'm looking forward to. But like you said, that is the the worst kept secret. Like I just <laughs> I just wish that there was a property that as soon as I saw it, I was just like I gotta have one of these fucking things, and it just it just wasn't there. It just was there. Maybe my expectations were a little too high for it. I know I give Xbox uh, a hard time. I have a hard time about Xbox, but as a as a person who enjoys the industry of video games, of course I'm going to be hyped to see what it yeah. is they have. And then it was just I was disappointed. I was disappointed. So yeah, and yeah. and a lot of this ha- has to do with uh, there being no E3 because if you yes. look at all of the individual publishers like ea uh ubisoft um what's what's the other, the other fucking big one um it doesn't matter oh, oh, Activision. oh my god you yeah, just yeah. made me think about ubisoft go ahead <laughs> <laughs> like all of them instead of you know asking for time on the microsoft stage or asking for time during these the sony press conference all of the individual publishers are opting to do their own streams Right. So, right. so any anything that Microsoft would have previously used to prop up their 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 E3 press conference, like I'm I'm sure, had we had a real press conference, Cyberpunk would have been on stage at Microsoft. Right. You yes. know, they yeah. would they would have had a, like a 10 minute gameplay demo where something huge would have fucking happened. Microsoft has to stand on their own properties right now during this this weird shit we're going through and they just can't do it speaking of cyberpunk the trailer for the bug video game or not the bug video games like the kids that are shrunken oh uh, what, what was that called um i can't remember at all but i would tell you this it's the funniest trailer i've seen Yes. Maybe all year because they like if you're waiting for the biggest game of the year, wait for Cyberpunk. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like it was a good way. Like I was watching the stream and you can see everybody in the comments just started doing the laughing emoji or LOL or whatever, mm-hmm. and it was a good way to to grab the attention. Of by the way, I think Cyberpunk is probably going to deliver. Just looking at it, um, the. The graphics from the the style of the game, the story. I'm hoping, I'm rooting for that game to deliver on everything that is promised because it looks like it's it's going to be quite. Uh, it, I, it's it that game is it has the the crown for can drop the ball the hardest. Oh yeah, 
the, now, the, if it if it fumbles, every, I'm, I'm it's not going to be awful. Like period, it's no, not no. going to be awful. But everyone is propping it up as the future of the world, <laughs> like the future of gaming as we know it. And it, it's just very very easy for them to release just a an okay game and everyone be angry. And then people are already kind of propping it up, just basically saying uh, those who were disappointed in Last of Us 2 are saying this is going to be the game of the year, right? And I'm like, uh, I've seen I've seen games that probably didn't look like the game of the year end up winning it when the game that they think should have won it came out and it just wasn't as great as they thought yeah. it was going to be. But I think Cyberpunk is going to be fine. Um, and yeah. you mentioned... That- uh, they, uh, that game was the game was named Grounded, by the way. <laughs> Grounded. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And and it's and it's an Obsidian game, like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like like had Microsoft been given maybe an, another year before having to launch. Series, what what's it? Xbox Series X. Yeah. I think all of these studios that they bought would have more to show. They so, just aren't. They just aren't there yet. So. How let's let's do an over under. How much longer are we gonna have to wait to get the price of these of both these systems, the oh, PS5? I don't know. Because look, man, I gotta start making decisions as far as saving for Christmas and all this stuff. And uh, I would like to know how much money <laughs> I'm gonna be out <laughs> on see, whichever July, system. Yeah. The, the assumption is they'll launch in November, right? Right. You know, so we have what five months, four months. I'm guessing it's gonna be September. So it'll it'll be September, and yeah. I'm thinking, I, I've like, Sony wants to come out at six hundred dollars. I think so too. They want to, but they they can't. They're waiting for Microsoft to say five hundred fifty or six hundred, and then they'll pull the trigger on six hundred. And that's that's what happened last time between the Xbox One. If I'm not mistaken, between the Xbox One and the PS4, I think the Xbox One announced their price first, and the PS4 was like what a hundred dollars cheaper or so. Mm-hmm. No, no, I think they I think they launched at the same price. And no, I remember, I remember. Hold on, backtrack. There were two versions of the Xbox One that launched. Right, right. And the one that that was four hundred was what less powerful or something like that. There was some kind of drawback. For the one that was launched at four hundred, I think it was. P- I think it was just storage space, something like that. Yeah. The PS4 launched at what five hundred gigs at four hundred dollars. I think that's what happened. I may have to to go back and look at that, but I remember th- uh-huh. that was a big deal. Yeah. The thing is, the price discrepancy was more the PS3 and Xbox 360. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there, was there wasn't. Yeah, the big price. Let's see. In the U.S., it was four ninety nine. The Xbox One was. Yeah, four ninety nine. Let me check the PS because five hundred is kind of the sweet spot. It is. Yeah. It, it, oh shit. Okay. No, PS four came in at three ninety nine. Right. And then, so that, so that, I don't remember that at all. Okay, okay, yeah, that's what I remember. It was because if there were two versions of the Xbox, so if the base version was five hundred, and that meant the other one was six hundred, then right? No, no. Like for some no, there, there reason, was I remember six hundred. No, there wasn't a six hundred. Or was it? 
I don't. It, I, for I don't some reason, that. I remember two Xboxes being two different prices at that time, and then that's when people were like going crazy over the PS. Yep, what being it, what, it, what it was is it came with a Connect. <laughs> <laughs> Xbox One came with a Connect. There, there was no skew that didn't okay. have a Connect when it came out. <laughs> okay, that, that, that was the difference. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, and then, and yeah, because <laughs> I six remember months, one six months later they were like, "We've made a mistake." <laughs> I remember a comment during that time, and they were like, "A connect, a hundred dollars? What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like nobody wanted that thing. As matter of fact, when was the last connect game? Can we talk? I mean, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's that's not what this is about. Um, but I'm looking forward to hearing the price points. Uh, to see, you know, I'm just assuming 500 across the board for both of them. Yeah, like with a, with little difference here and there, depending on the skew that you want to buy. But yeah. I, I, the only way this goes up to 600 is if Microsoft pulls the trigger at 600. They're not going to because they want to get the leg up that they didn't have this this generation. Right, right. Uh, and on top of that, on top of let's 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 actually bring the conversation back to specifically Microsoft's. Uh, approach to the next generation. Mm-hmm. They're not selling you games. They're selling you services. Oh, with the uh, Game Pass and Game yeah. Pass. Yeah, yeah like yeah. Th- this this entire d- direct or whatever the hell that you you, you want to call it showcase was a showcase on Game Pass mm-hmm. because every single game that Microsoft launches that is a first party title will be free in Game Pass, period. So they're basically they're they're leaning into the whole streaming thing, which we've been trending in that direction. Two trends that I'm seeing that I'm completely okay with is basically making a streaming service for video well, games. Game Pass is not a streaming service. So so are you downloading the copy of the game? Yes. Really? See yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, that is a big deal. Yeah, Game Pass provides you, provide you with, I think it's hundreds of games. Cool. On almost like a Netflix for gaming, I guess. Yeah. Is the it's 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 not streaming. The, the they but do have a streaming. Deal. Yeah, they do have a streaming service that will be attached to it. Uh, I believe at the launch of uh, the Xbox Series X, that mm-hmm. will you know then allow you to just stream games from basically wherever you want. We're not there yet, but it's coming. Gotcha. Game Pass is just you give us, I believe, fifteen dollars a month, and we give you hundreds of games to play. Jeez, this includes all of our first-party titles, day and date. That's a great. That's a great hook. Yes, to say the least. That's that, yeah. That's that's definitely a good one. Yeah, PlayStation has games. Xbox has services. Which, in historically, that's been the case. Yeah. The the Xbox services have been the superior of the two. Uh, the other trend that I'm enjoying is going digital. Uh, because, you know, the PS5 is going to have a strictly digital option. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I mean, I, I don't mind it because it's not... It, there is something about having the game in your hand with the case. I get that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the difference between an e-reader and a book. Um, but... 
just as far as space, like I've I've saved a shit ton of space on games, just <laughs> downloading them <laughs> directly to to the system. So I think that's cool. Um, but what? Well, let me ask you this: Did you have any other thoughts that you wanted to share on on um, Microsoft and Xbox? Uh, don't count them out. Oh no, not at all. Yeah, because because yeah. you know it, it's it's very easy to say, oh, PlayStation's killing it. They're, they're going to win, yeah. but P- PlayStation is sticking with a tried and true approach, and that is, here's a powerful system with games you want to play. I I'm going to tell you the story of when I just realized not to count any gaming system out. Go for it. When I saw the Dreamcast, I just thought this was it. I'm like. <laughs> Sega is awesome. They're amazing. Of course, I wasn't cognizant of, of you know the inner workings and, and the businesses and all of that kind of stuff. But I'm like Sega. This is this system is the best thing and all of this. And right after that, the PS2 was like the PS2 was like Thanos at the end of the first Avengers when <laughs> the Avengers won, and then and then like. Thanos turns his head and like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically what that was, and, and that's when I was just like, you don't count a system, you don't count a victory too early, and you mm-hmm. never count a system out. Those yeah. two things you don't do. So yeah, Xbox, I think the Xbox is gonna be fine, um, or whatever. So I'll definitely be checking it out. Uh, yeah. But the scale of one to ten, what's your hype level for? For the Xbox yeah. Series X, I think yeah. is what it's called. Yeah. Um, one to ten, probably a like a six. Okay. All right. I give. I give it Cause, about a Because because I really like the potential. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, but you, <laughs> I also kind of have to take this into consider consideration. Like I'm a PC gamer. Like I I built a rig, quote unquote. Built a rig. <laughs> <laughs> like. Microsoft has also taken the approach we don't care where you play our games. Okay. All of their first party titles are also playable on PC. If you buy them in one place, you have them in both both places. So their entire showcase was a big reason not to buy an Xbox Series X. Hmm. Yeah. So 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 technically Xbox Series X will not have any exclusives. They just want you to play their games, which I completely <laughs> give them their fifteen dollars a month. We're fine. Give us your give us your fifteen dollars. Play games wherever the fuck you want to. And I respect that. That like that is the opposite yeah, of telling us what to do. Yeah, it is definitely a far cry from telling us we need the internet <laughs> to yeah. be on your games. Um, so have you gotten Ghost of Tsushima? I have not. I have not. Um, and I have my reasons. Uh, part of it is because I'm not a samurai guy, uh, uh, and I, it kind of pisses me off. That's oh, it's so cool, samurais. Oh, like I, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like shut the fuck up. If it's a bad game, it doesn't matter if it has samurais in it. Like yeah, yeah. That, that's it. That what you just <laughs> said. If it's terrible, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I love Sucker Punch. I love Sucker Punch. Yeah, I, like. Infamous games were great. Sly Cooper games were great. From what I understand, from what I've heard, is that the game is perfectly fine. It plays like a game from last generation. It does. Oh, it's definitely, it's definitely aged. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. 
with which that which being, which tells me I need to get it and I'll enjoy it because yeah. I, I don't like the direction a lot of games are going now. So it'll probably be a welcomed you know reminder of when I loved games, but. I'm not going to be one of those guys who jumps on it because no, 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 no. You're not going to get my money on hype for that game. Sorry, sorry. It took I, I I looked at about five or six reviews before I decided to get it. What really sold me on it was Robert, who he talks about games, but not all that much. And when I saw him post about it, I'm like, okay, I got to check this out. And I've been, it's been a a pleasant. Uh, gaming experience one thing that I'm going to give that game props on they clearly focused on the story they had to tell and the world more so than the gameplay and that would sound detrimental in a lot of cases but in this case it works out fine like the, the way the game plays it feels good if that makes any sense no, like, um, that, yeah. that absolutely makes sense. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it feels good to play the game, and you can easily get swept up in what's going on. But it's definitely like, all right, the PS4 is on this list, leg. We're getting up out of here. But here is one more, <laughs> one more really good game. I, I wouldn't even call it a great game. Uh, I may that opinion may change as you know more of the mechanics unlocking everything. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely a really good game and. And definitely um, worth playing, uh, you know, just as we're yeah. getting ready to get into, you know, basically starting over again <laughs> uh, with a new system. It's definitely a game I would tell anybody, man, check that shit out. It's, it's really good, especially if you just my whole thing. I like ninja games. I like samurai games, um, but I, maybe I like it even more if I wasn't so annoyed by Assassin's Creed's refusal to go into <laughs> into uh, see, nah, that. Nah, like nah. it's it's come on man it's right there it's not but it's not like there's literally it really is. thousands and thousands and thousands of different settings they could put it in and I'm fine with it not being samurai I'm I'm not again it's not like oh shit it's samurai like I I that's why Ghost of Tsushima is selling so well. It's not selling because it's a good game. It's not selling because it's Sucker Punch or even because it's on a PlayStation. It's selling because dopes are going into stores and going, oh shit, Samurais? <laughs> and the cover is badass, by the way. You can't take it away, anything away from that cover, man. Like, the, him just, looking at the Ninja Mask is awesome. But it's, it's, I, oh, it just bugs the fuck out of me, man. But, like, but oh shit, Samurai! Like, all of that, I mean, all of that aside, it really is. It really is a good game, and it had it deprives a, a great ambient experience. So I would definitely recommend it, but I wouldn't say you need to rush and get it right. Uh, I yeah. I always end up playing everything. Uh, what have you, you played? Last of Us Two. No, and, and you were talking about um um putting together like what what is the mechanic that it does. Where you they can put together weapons and stuff like that. Oh, crafting. And I remember you being yes. Fuck crafting, yeah. Fuck crafting, and it's ass, man. That's how I feel about stealth, which is crazy as to why I got Ghost of Tsushima because stealth is a, a part of it, not necessarily a big part, but I'm like, okay, I'll check it out because I just I just want to you know I want to play that style of game anyway. But it's just funny that you mentioned that because talking about game mechanics, we can do a whole show about game mechanics that we both absolutely hate. <laughs> But um, 
I know you were so annoyed by cramping it when I saw on your profile that you were playing it. I'm like, I can't wait to talk to him. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And, and, and I've kind of been itching to talk about this to somebody. Go ahead. So. Go ahead. By the way, I, I don't I, care if you if you put out spoilers or anything like that because I've watched it all on YouTube at this point. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to try to stay relatively spoiler-free, but there okay. are some things I want to say about the story mm-hmm. that give away aspects of where it goes, but I'm not going to actually spoil anything outright. Um, I, am, I am on record many times saying I was not a big fan of The Last of Us 1. Right. Because I did not like playing it, I, I enjoyed <laughs> like I enjoyed the, the you know the, the cinematics. I enjoyed the story. The emotional moments in the in in the game are very effective, and it's it's just it's Naughty Dog doing what they do with a style of game that they weren't sure what to do with yet. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. I'm, the I'm last of, the Last of Us Two kind of strips away a lot of uh, the 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 frustration of the first game by making the stealth pretty easy okay and like if if there's a moment where you fuck up and break the stealth getting back into cover and get hidden getting hidden from the the, the enemies is pretty simple and straightforward so you can play it as a run and gun, assuming you can find enough ammo, or you can play it as a stealth game. You, they they give you a lot of interesting combat options, which kind of pleases me, especially in like in opposition to the first game. The first game was very strict. So you're gonna play this motherfucker like this. <laughs> I, I I don't care what kind of games you like playing. You're going to play it like this. And and Last of Us Two really eased back on that whole mindset and let you immerse yourself in the story of the, the, the characters that they're following in a way that I don't know if I've ever experienced before. Cool. Yeah. And, and when it comes to story structure, you know, I, I, I've, I've read a lot of user reviews online, which that's never, don't ever do that. Don't ever oh, have you, read have a you user review. Oh, have you ever heard about, I think, is it game ratings or something like that? One of those game aggregators. Meta, what they're Metacritic? doing, I think, yeah, I think that's the one where they're uh, stopping users from posting a review when a game first comes out for like what three days or so. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, because of what happened with Last Re- of Us too. Yeah, review bombs. It got review bombed yeah. because of a lot of social issues, and I'm, I'm I, I don't even want to <laughs> give those. I don't want to give those a voice. Yeah. So I'm not going to mention them anymore, but. When it comes to the game itself, a lot of the the, the the complaints were, oh, it's just a revenge story. And at its core, it is. But Revenge stories are awesome. They, they, they can be. But yeah, if told correctly. That's not the story they're telling. They're selling, yeah. they're, they're telling two interwoven revenge stories. Right, right. And but, then, um, and that's one thing that I checked it out, like, from a story standpoint, and I'm also going to try and stay relatively story um, yeah. spoiler-free. There are some things that I wish they would have done differently, and I think they should have added an additional game. Now, I'm not I'm not talking about Last of Us from a, a gameplay standpoint because I haven't played it. Mm-hmm. I just watched it because I was just very interested in 
um, the spoilers they came out way back. And I was like, okay, I, w- I just want to see where they go with it. So I watched it like a movie. And from that standpoint, I feel like one more game should have been between the two. Uh, well, there was if you play if you played the the, the like the uh, standalone. And, yeah, I remember it. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's I, that doesn't really fit yeah, fit, doesn't. fit what you're saying. But <laughs> yeah, um, w- when it comes to like the the narrative, you know, yes, it's revenge. Yes, the, these two characters, because yeah, spo- that's the spoiler. Half the game you play is a different character. Right. Like the, that's 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 all I'm going to spoil, which yeah. I did not know. You know, like like you're. I'm, I didn't know that neither. I'm I'm playing as Ellie and blah 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 blah, and all of a sudden, you know, yeah. something happens and you're playing as Abby, and I'm like, oh, this is this is the this is the bad person. This is the bad yeah. person. You're playing as the bad person, and, and and understanding the emotional tolls that their two individual stories take on on the two characters mm-hmm. and how it's interwoven and how uh, th- there there are certain parts of the story where I know what's coming for Abby. Like I know what she's about to walk in on. Right. And my stomach is just turning. Yeah. Because I I I know the sadness that she's going to be, you know, befallen with and I don't want to walk through that door. I don't want to, you know, get to the point that that I know the game is going and and it's a narrative structure that I've really never seen in a game, probably not seen in anything. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was a very cool. I can agree with that. Like it, it's very rare. And it was they had balls to do what they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, seriously. And from that point alone, like people can have balls and, and then it being, ends up being something stupid. This wasn't stupid. I just wish they would have made more of a connection. Uh, or at least, I guess that's where the the uh, missing game comes from for me. Uh. If they imagine how much it would have hit if there was a story in the middle that um, that put those two opposing characters together and allowed you to build a relationship with the other character with Abby. That you already had with Ellie, and then when the big moment hits, maybe at the end of that second game, that is never you know that doesn't exist. If that moment hits and leaves you with that cliffhanger at the end of that game, how it will feel going into the third one, and you know you know it's going to be these two going at each other. Just that's where I, I come from. Yeah. A, a similar, a, it's not necessarily the same thing, but. And I understand why they had to do it. Let's go to Thor Ragnarok. Imagine how insane it would have been if you didn't know Hulk was in a movie. And then Hulk came out the way he came out. Yes, yes, absolutely. That would have... I mean, I understand from a marketing standpoint, because Thor wasn't necessarily the most beloved as far as as as, um, movies. I understand why they did it, but... I would have sacrificed that and have the word of mouth be, yo, Hulk is in this movie. And then, yeah. you know, the hype goes from there, then to what they went with. And I feel that way about that part of that story element with Last of Us 2. Like, have this brilliant game where Ellie is, is dealing with a conflict on her own and she meets this other person. 
and then they go through the game together. You build that attachment, and then they hit you with it at the end of that game, and just it's it. I mean, they're pulling the rug from under you in that case, yeah. and you're yeah. left however many years <laughs> for <laughs> Last of Us Three to develop, wondering what the fuck, like what am I gonna do next? And and I think it would have gone a much longer way. I think the spoilers have a a factor and how people feel about this, but they, I think it was too much too fast. I, I and honestly, what, what, what you're proposing sounds like a fantastic, like narrative. It's, it's, it sounds like an anime is what it sounds like. <laughs> and it's, it's, it sounds like a, a, a story structure that has existed before that fans would have probably gravitated towards. Yeah. I think naughty dog as an, as an, as a narrative studio has grown past that. I, I think, that, I I think that, that that was on. I think what you're describing was on a whiteboard, and someone said that shit's been done before. Erase it. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, even with the ending, which again I'm not going to spoil, there is a an alternative way that goes the way certain people feel the story should have went with uh, Ellie having a perceived better ending. Mm-hmm. It was on a whiteboard, and they said, "Nope, no, fuck we're, that. Not, no we're not yeah. going to do an alternative. No. An alternative ending was proposed. They said, "Nope, we're going <laughs> to stick with we're we're going to do it this way." So yeah. it's like, and when fans were complaining about it, the developers kept coming out with these stories, saying, "Oh yeah, we thought about that, but we were like, nah, <laughs> we're going to give nah. you this ending. We're going to give you the most human fucking story that has ever been told in it's a video very game." Human. Is is you know, very human, and that's what I appreciate about it. Every 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 person in this game is a piece of shit, and we're going to show you why. Yeah. And then at the end, you have to reckon with it in your soul because fuck, <laughs> that's exactly the and that's why I loved it so much. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so I'm I'm with it, and, and it's coming from somebody who I play games for story. That's why, like, multiplayer and all that kind of stuff is whatever. I play games more so for the stories. Why God of War, the last one, was it really resonated for me mm-hmm. uh, as far as a, a conflict and story about a, a father and son. The Last of Us, from what I watched, resonated with me from a humanity standpoint. Yep. And, and that's exa- of course, that's exactly what they were looking for, like, is it really worth all of this? And uh, and oddly enough, in one of the scenes, I thought about God of War three, where um, spoilers. I mean, at this point, you should have played and fucking beat God of War three. But anyway, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> when Pandora is talking to Kratos about getting revenge on the gods, and he says revenge is a heavy burden. That was character growth from his first game all the way to that one, and last of us made me think about that and like how heavy the burden is to your to where your existence is focused on one thing and you've done all of this to get to that one thing and then realize you've lost yourself along the way and that game perfectly encompasses that to me yeah so it was, i mean it's it's brilliant um in one scene alone or not scene, but it's just one character. It's a, a moment that takes place where this creature comes out, and that shit freaked me out. 
and I, you might know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was done. Oh, I was out. I was. It was like one o'clock in the morning, and I was just watching. It's like a like it's a TV show or something. And I got the net, dude. No. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude, I was like, nope, like, nope. After I beat that part, I was like, all right, let me put this game down for a little while. <laughs> Have you ever played uh, what's the name of that game? Uh, Inside. I've heard about it. Uh, and uh, no, actually, I watched that on YouTube because I saw a reviewer say something about the ending. I had no interest in getting the game. Shit, I was the, like, like, okay, the, the look inside it. is very reminiscent of that exact thing. It's yeah, so fucking it, weird. It thing. is, it is. And I looked at the ending of Inside, and when it was over, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. What was that? And then I started reading the comments, and some guy broke it down perfectly as to what he thinks symbolically that ending meant mm-hmm. about uh, unity and all of that kind of stuff. And I thought it was great, but I was like, it was fucking weird. Man, that was weird. It yeah. disturbing. Oh, I fucking love that game too. Uh, <laughs> the, the the last thing I want to say about the Last of Us is is or the Last of Us Two specifically. Uh, it, it goes back to the, now. This 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 is going to be quite a tale. So so so. Okay. I put your pants on. <laughs> yeah. And and you. You've said you've said out loud before that you've watched uh, the entirety of Sex in the City a couple times, right? Oh my God, twice! <laughs> yeah. So when I was a young lad, and uh, I tried to watch Sex in the City as a serious television show and not just a place to find boobs on HBO. Mm-hmm. It's not, when I, not as many boobs as you would think either, but I know, I know, and teenage teenage Sergio knows that. But when Adult Sergio tried watching it, he, he was I, like I would. The, the reason I stopped watching it is because I didn't like the Carrie character. Okay. But because you know my understanding was the main character is the the normal person. The main character is 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 the straight man. You know, right. every show has that one person who is basically infallible and drives the story forward through their in you know. The, the, their inability to 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 make mistakes. Right. The Carrie character it, it is constantly making egregious mistakes. Mm-hmm. So much so that you're like, "What are you doing, bitch? Jesus Christ!" Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's she is infuriating in that show at times. And young adult Sergio did not understand that that's that's what made it so good. That's what made it so human. And and that's why it was such a special television show. Right, right. It, like we've gotten as I got older. When I was young, Goku was the guy. He was he was the character, all good and and a badass and all that kind of stuff. When I got older, I realized Vegeta was the better character. Or See, th- th- there you go. There yeah, you go. Or, or those characters are the better characters. And that's why I still I still have a special place for the action of Dragon Ball, but the story Goku is fucking annoying from a story standpoint. But <laughs> Vegeta is gonna give you the best narrative stories every time, every single time. Vegeta is the guy. He's the he's the heart of the narrative. He's the one that makes you think about it from an adult standpoint. If you just want ass kicking. Goku is your guy, but if you want a story, <laughs> if you want a story, Vegeta is your guy, and, and that's why I like revisiting movies as I'm older. Yeah. When I was young, Terminator 2 was awesome. Now that I'm older, Terminator 2 is a classic. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and the, the the reason I mention all of that is because playing The Last of Us Two, mm-hmm. there are several character de- like decisions made by characters. Mm-hmm. One specifically by Ellie. Okay. Where I'm just my blood is boiling. Just like, why are you doing this? Yeah. What you're you're ruining. Ev- literally everything. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, I get you're, that. Yeah, like, why, 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 and 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 that's what it is. It's yeah, it it is a human making human mistakes, and having to deal with the consequences of those actions and the actions of other people. It, the, I can't speak highly enough about The Last of Us Two. And keep in mind, I went into it expecting <laughs> to hate the hate aspects of it. Yeah. So, so, so that, that's why I bring it up is because like adult Sergio, I, I'm sure, I'm sure teenage Sergio had he played Last of Us two and been like, that's so stupid. That character wouldn't yeah. do that. Yeah, but and and yeah, as an adult, I mean, you have the wisdom of knowing how easily you can change. Yeah. And going into a narrative like The Last of Us two, equipped with that, it makes you see things uh, much differently. Yeah. Um. Also, just talking about Naughty Dog in general, can any studio tell a story as effectively as they can? No. I would say probably Rockstar. They're good at it, but Rockstar takes a while. Maybe because it's an open world game, but Rockstar really takes a while to me to really get going. Except for, hold on, I take that back, Max Payne 3. Max Payne 3, they came out firing on all cylinders with that game. Um, but again, that was naturally focused. Yeah. Uh, but as far I just think back on on the history of Naughty Dog and the jump between Uncharted One and Uncharted Two from a, a narrative sense, mm-hmm. Uncharted Two was the best blockbuster to come out in the summer of that year. <laughs> it's a freaking Un- video game. When it comes to narrative games, Uncharted Two is one of the most important like narrative yeah. video games ever made. It changed the game. It yeah. changed the game. It's up there to me as far as narrative impact. It's up there to me with the first Metal Gear Solid. You remember how Metal Gear Solid One opened with the the credits rolling as you're swimming through the uh <laughs> that whole, I had never seen anything like that before. <laughs> and it took Uncharted Two to really impress me from a a narrative standpoint again. Since you know, Metal Gear Solid One. Yeah, yeah. I I would say Kojima probably. Oh my God, he's. It, 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 like. I'm not gonna shit on Death Stranding. I'm not. I'm not. But Kojima is the man. Like. I, I guess I kind of have to give him credit there. I, like I'm not gonna play <laughs> any of his fucking games, but sure, sure. Zone of the Enders Two is a good example of Kojima just really being a great storyteller. Just put him on the Mount Rushmore and move on. Like <laughs> that's it. We're not going to slurp him. <laughs> no, nope, talking about someone else. Um, and I, I, I guess we have to say Sony Santa Monica because of God of War, uh, oh, yeah. the, the God of War reboot. Yeah, and they they told a good story to me before then, but that's the one as you just stated. That's when it it really hits its stride. Yeah. Hmm. Trying to think, you're right. Like Naughty Dog is kind of in their own league. They are. 
Yeah. And then when you start thinking about the different types of stories, that's another thing that factors into it for me. Like Last of Us, they made it may play uh, similarly to um, Uncharted, but narratively they're different. And they developed Jack and Dexter, right? Yeah. If you go to the narratives of those games or just remember them, they were really good too. Yep. For for what they were, yes. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I, I'm <laughs> they're about what one game away from me just saying, okay, these guys are they're untouchable when it comes to stories. It really one like I'll say yeah. I mean, and that's just you don't want to crown people too too early. Shit, I crowned them when I, I crowned them before <laughs> Uncharted Four came out. <laughs> Oh, that's fair. Because Uncharted Three was really good too, and I think it kind of gets lost in the shuffle of all yeah. of it. But Uncharted Three really did have. have... <sighs> so Microsoft, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's now it's a gaming episode more than it's a, a Xbox episode. Yeah. Uh, well, d- I I don't know which one I'm going to buy first. Probably the PlayStation. Yeah, or, I think that's probably I think the that's PlayStation the for me too. Yeah, I'm I'm um, way more hyped for that. And I, I want to try to look past the logic of owning a PC and an Xbox Series X. Because <laughs> logically speaking, I shouldn't even buy one. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, Truth be told. That's not who I am. I'm the guy who owns all of them. I, I'm trying to, 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 to come to terms with that. It's just going to be tough. It is. I'm the same way, but I just, I, I just don't want a PC. Like, I don't want to. I think it'll be cool, but I just, I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to do it. That's it. Yeah, it's fine. It, you know, like, it, you can put a, a decent PC, PC together for about six hundred bucks, and if that's how much a, you know, right. X Series X is going to be, then why not? Hmm. Exactly. Well, you got anything else to say about gaming? As I guess, as we wind this generation down. Um, no, nah, man, I'm just I'm looking forward to what both systems have to offer. Um, because this past generation was really good. It really was. Um, it lasted much longer than any before, right? Mm, no, seven years. Yeah, that's that's a pretty uh, long time. Because three hundred and sixty ran for. The previous generation was about that long, but it was because of a recession. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it, it was a good generation. I'm looking forward to what. I don't know. Like I, have, I, have, I have a 4K television. <laughs> I, like I had, there's, I have a whole nother episode planned about how disappointed in this generation I am. Really? Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's not because the games were bad. It, it's it's like. Until this generation, all of the innovations and all the cool things that developers were doing, I liked. This is the first generation where it's like they ran out of good ideas and started trying to convince people bad ideas were good. Uh, Take, 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 um, what are they called? Um, Fucking roguelikes. Fuck that entire (laughs) genre. You know what? I'm not a fan of this genre either, and now I'm requesting to be on the episode. <laughs> I gotta be there. Uh, yeah, if we're gonna talk about roguelikes. 
just there's so many things that are built into video games now that are just expected. It's like, oh, no, this is a feature. It's like, no, fuck you. This is an antagonistic, like, feature. It is. And, and this is yeah. exactly how I feel about Dark Souls. Oh, don't get me fucking started about games that are hard because <laughs> there's nothing else to do with games anymore. <laughs> we couldn't yeah. fucking make it good, so let's just make it hard. I'm definitely getting on the episode. Can't wait. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I guess cliffhanger. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, where can we find you? You can find me on the Unapologetic Geek on Facebook, the Unapologetic Experience on Facebook, and the... Uh, what is my Instagram name? It's the unapologetic exp on Instagram. That's it. Okay. Uh, I, I'm only going to plug one thing, and 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 that's the new Reality Breach podcast. Um, debriefing and cocktails. <laughs> I want to listen already. Did did you, did you hear what that's that's about? Uh, James Bond. Are you Always serious? Th- all we talk about is James Bond. Yeah, um, me and me and Reed Walker are going through every single uh, episode, every single J- uh, Bond movie, and the the idea is to watch half of them before Bond twenty five, and then watch the other half after that. Oh, Each episode I is a different movie. The, I love the Daniel Craig era. I love it. Like I've watched some of the old stuff. Mm-hmm. But the one, uh, of course, I grew up with Brosnan and Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, I, I'll definitely keep up with that. See, I've ne- I, prior to this project, I've never seen a single Bond movie. So seriously, yeah, that 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 was kind of my 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 thing. It's like he's seen all of them, I've seen none of them. Let's do this. Okay, I'm looking forward to you get into the Daniel Craig era. I say I can say that right now. Like I really want to hear what you got to say because my wife isn't into James Bond either. But the only moves I keep telling her she has to check out are those. It's it's like we're not watching them in order, so we're oh, yeah, actually then the, <laughs> the, the next episode we're doing or the next on the next episode we're going to be doing Casino Royale. So the new one, check it out. The Do new what? one or the first one? Oh, no. The new one. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'll definitely check that out. Uh, well, I, I, that does it for this episode of Reality Breached. It's been kind of scatterbrained, but we, we did have a lot to say, and we said a lot of stuff. <laughs> check, Absolutely. check out Jarius on his his his, uh, his platforms, uh, and subscribe to my shit, and we'll see you next time. Keep the ransom, shoot the hostage. Wow. Thanks for listening to Reality Breached. Don't forget to check out our other podcasts, The Black Pocket Podcast, The Unapologetic Experience, and Shellheads, a TMNT podcast, all available at realitybreached.com.